Thank you for joining us as we journey through the 23rd Psalm, a series of reflections revealing God as our shepherd. Today is day 16 on our journey, and we have Aaron Brissett guiding us through our reflections together. Our hope and prayer is that you experience Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. Day 16, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 23, 4b. While sheep are generally docile, stay out of trouble, and follow their shepherd, they are not perfect. From time to time, they may be drawn away from the flock and get into trouble, particularly when they are young. In the teachings of Jesus, he speaks of the sheep who get themselves into difficult spots. If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? Matthew 12, 11. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountain and go in search of the one that went astray? Matthew 18, 12. Some sheep go astray, they fall into pits. In this regard, we are much like sheep. As the prophet Isaiah said, all we like sheep have gone astray. Isaiah 53, 6. The staff in the hand of the shepherd represents the loving care for the sheep that has gotten into trouble. The staff is well suited for catching hold of the sheep by placing the crook around them, neck, body, or leg. Perhaps they have wandered into a bog or a thick brush. Maybe they have slipped a few feet down a steep incline and are frozen in fear. Perhaps, as Jesus shared, they have fallen into a pit. The staff represents the means of rescue from trouble they have wandered into of their own accord. At times, a rebellious sheep may have to have a bit of a poke from the staff as a reprimand. In all cases, we need to see this discipline of the shepherd as an expression of his love for his sheep, for he knows what is best for them. The same is true for us. We saw earlier that our shepherd leads leads us in paths of righteousness. We don't always follow. And when we don't follow, just like a shepherd whose sheep have wandered away, God comes after us, staff in hand. There's a lot of speculation about what the staff represents in terms of God's correction and discipline in our lives. God can use many of the things to get our attention and to lead us back into the right path. Certainly, God's word is a source of correction. In many cases, the painful intrinsic consequences of our wandering, though not caused directly by God, become the best tool in His hand for our growth. The key is to recognize God's pursuit of us into our mess. There is something very comforting about having someone who is both strong and loving with us when we, when we have fallen into a pit. He comes with only one objective, to rescue us and to lead us to a better place. The writer of the New Testament book of Hebrews reminds us that discipline is one of the strongest evidences of love. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you. But the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father, if you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we all have human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father's spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we might share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. 
Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Hebrews 12, 5 through 11. I can imagine a sheep being pulled to safety by the shepherd's staff might experience some discomfort, not pleasant at the time. Yet the outcome makes it worth it. God's discipline in our lives is for our good. It produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Whatever form the staff takes, it is held in the hand of God who loves you too much to let you go off on your own. When Jesus tells the story of the lost sheep in Luke 15, he describes a scene of wonderful reunion when the sheep is found. And when he has found it, he lays the sheep on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Luke 15, 5 through 7. Jesus told this story in response to the criticism he was receiving for hanging out with the wrong crowd. Nothing reveals the heart and nature of God more than the three stories which follow in Luke 15. The shepherd does not come with a rod to beat his sheep. He comes with a staff to rescue. In the same way, God has no interest in punishing us when we wander off the path. He comes with a staff of correction to bring us home. And when he does, there is great rejoicing. There is a cause for our own rejoicing. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pastor. The flock under his care, Psalm 95, seven. Perhaps even now you have wandered off the path, whether a few steps or a country mile. Do you know the shepherd is coming for you, staff in hand? His intent is good, his intent is healing. His intent is growth. His intent is restoration. Will you submit to the staff? There is a benediction in the closing verses of Hebrews. Pray this prayer over your own life, inviting the great shepherd to equip you with everything good. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've experienced Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. If you would like to watch one of our services, join a group, or explore ways to serve, please visit kensingtonchurch.org. The Psalm 23 devotional was written by Craig Mays and read by various members of the Kensington Church staff. We have physical copies at all of our locations, as well as a digital and audio versions at kensingtonchurch.org slash Psalm 23.